0: Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Okay, so today uh, we're going to uh, talk about uh, the Passover, okay? Okay. Because a lot of people, like I said a while ago, uh, they celebrate communion, okay? They, they partake of the bread and the wine without understanding the significance, okay? The relevance of what they're doing, okay? Now, this is very important. Now, this is not just for the uh, non-believers or those who are, who are not born again yet. This is also for everyone okay for those even for the religious people because I know that there are religious people who does not understand the re- redemption story or the gospel of Christ so please uh, stay tuned and we're going to share the to you. I'm looking okay so here it is we're going uh, to talk about Passover today okay but first let us uh, give a definition a simple definition About the Passover, okay. The name Passover refers to the idea that God's judgment passed over the houses of the Jews when he was slaying the firstborn of Egypt, okay. So that is uh, our basic definition for Passover, okay. Uh, it's God's, it refers to the idea that God's judgment, or it's about God's righteous judgment, okay, over sin. But this judgment or God's judgment passed over the houses of the Jews when He was slaying the first one. We're going to read the story, okay? So, let me read to you the story of Passover in Exodus chapter 12, verse 21. Okay, it says. Then Moses called all elders of Israel and said to them, Go and select lambs. Okay, take note. Select lambs for yourselves according to your clans. So we understand that we have like 12 tribes of Israel. Okay, so according to their clans, they have to select lambs. And kill the Passover lambs. So now we know that uh, these lambs are called... Passover lambs because they were chosen, okay, to be offered during the Passover. Okay, so so they selected lambs uh, to be killed on the Passover. Okay, so they are called Passover lambs. Verse 22, it says, Take a bunch of hyssop, okay, and dip it in the blood which is in the basin. Okay, I don't have an illustration. Do we have a basin, something? And uh, maybe a mm-hmm. brush? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so, so you will understand uh, what we're trying to share to you. Okay, and then it says, and touch the lintel of the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin. Okay none of you shall go out of the door of his house until morning because the judgment will come. Verse 23, For the Lord will pass through and strike the Egyptians, or the Lord is going to pass through to execute judgment. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over, okay, so the Lord will pass pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your houses to strike. Okay. Let me have it. Okay. Uh, right, right, right. We were in Israel and our guide showed us what a uh, hyssop, yeah, hyssop uh, represents humility. Okay. So it's, it's a shrub. And it looks like this, but this is not Hesop. This is uh, an innovation. <laughs> Malungai or Moringa. Okay, so this is what we have outside. So we're using this one. So, so the, Lord, uh, the Lord commanded Moses. Uh, and Moses called all the elders. Sorry, sorry. Moses called all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and select what? Select lambs for yourselves, for, the, for your clan to your clans and kill the Passover lamb. So you see, the lamb is going to be offered. They will be killed. Why? Okay, later I will explain. Okay, kill the Passover lamb, take a bunch of hyssop, so they're going to get get a a hyssop, and dip it in the blood that is in the basin. So this is a basin. So the, you know, the blood of the Passover lamb is is placed, poured in the basin collected in the basin and then they're going to dip the what the hyssop okay and then i'm in verse 22 it says uh take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and touch the lintel okay the lintel is on top of your door there's a lintel okay Uh, the what is it is a frame door frame you have the door frame on the side of the door. Uh, this is the one that holds the door and the hinges. Uh, the the one that holds the hinge are the the two or three hinges are what we call the door post. Okay, on the right is this is this the right in the camera? Yeah. yeah. Okay, on the right and on the left. Okay, so right and left. These are the two door posts. But on top, it's called lintel. So the Bible says, you dip the hyssop in the basin where the blood is. And then it says, touch the lintel. So, okay, you have to touch the lintel. Okay. And then what? And the two-door post. So when you put it right there, I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure that, you know, the blood... Because it's, uh, the blood will flow down, okay? So you touch the lintel, blood will flow down, right? And then it says, end the two posts with the blood that is in the basin. So you have to dip again your hyssop and uh, touch the, what? Doorpost, okay? The two doorposts, meaning you say right to the left, okay? So, because that is their uh, way of doing it, right to left. So, what do you see? You see a a, a picture of a cross, okay? A red cross on the door. Now, why is that? Uh, And then the, 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 uh, the Bible says, I mean, Moses gave them this instruction. I mean, God through Moses says, None of you shall go out of the door of his house until morning. For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood, okay, when the Lord sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will what? Will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you. So you see, why? So let me uh, give you an illustration. The last part says, the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians. Okay? And when he sees the blood on the lintel, so let's say for instance, uh, this, uh, what do you call this one? Rubik's cube. Okay? Let's just say this represents houses. So this this is the door. The color of the door is white, of course. And the, he, we have another one. So these are houses. Okay? And then, can you, the okay and then okay and then uh, and then the destroyer okay this uh, Caesar small Caesar uh, <laughs> represents the destroyer so it, this is the angel of death okay. let's say it's the angel of death so we have uh, we have four houses here and then during the night okay the when the lord sees uh the, the 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 blood okay the lord is going to pass over so now we have uh three houses no blood okay it's clean it's white and so the angel of death the destroyer is going to you know inflict death on the firstborn that, that that's what happened okay but then um um but then, if the house, okay, if the, the Lord sees the blood in the door, uh, and on the lintel and on the doorpost, okay, it, the, 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 uh, the destroyer in, will not enter the house, okay, but instead, he will, the destroyer will what? Will pass over, okay. Okay, unlike the other houses without the blood, okay, without the blood, what will the destroyer do? He will enter the house and kill the firstborn, okay? But when the Lord sees the house, okay, uh, the, the door with the blood of the Passover lamb, you know, the Lord will not judge everyone in the house. Instead, the destroyer will what again? passover okay he will just skip he will just bypass the house it's not go, he is not going to the destroyer will not enter the house he will pass over so that's that's the meaning of the word Passover lamb I mean Passover now the Passover lamb is the sacrifice you see the blood where is it the blood that is on the doorpost and on the on the lintel and t- doorpost okay the the blood that is uh, in the doorpost is actually from the blood of the passover lamb okay so when the lord sees the blood he will pass over okay so the the one uh, the, the houses that has blood at their doorpost are what? Are saved, are redeemed from the judgment of God. Now, so, why? Why is this? First of all, first of all, know that the Lord is holy. Okay? He is a thrice holy God. And He cannot, and He will not tolerate sin. He will not. So, because of sin, man was separated from God. And so there is no fellowship, but because God is love, He wanted to fellowship with us, so He made a way. He made a provision where He, as a holy God, can fellowship, can continue with this relationship, with His creation, with, with man. And so, uh, to, to, to vindicate, I mean to atone, What's another word for word atonement? Uh, yeah, to, to atone for our sins. Okay, to, it's like this. To, to appease God's anger towards sin. Okay, because of sin, God hates sin. Okay, God's r- righteous anger is constant towards sin. Okay, so the Lord is not going to relent because He really do not like sin. And we're all sinners. In front of God, we're all sinners. We all die. We deserve judgment. But look, during the old times, the old, in the Old Testament, God provided a way. He said, okay, because the Lord is going to send judgment. And it's going to affect. It's going to you know, affect the Jews and the Egyptians. Why? Because we're all sinners. And so, so that uh, the, 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 the Jews will not be included in the judgment, in this judgment. So, God said, you, uh, you select lambs, where is that? For yourselves, according to your clans, and kill the Passover lamb. So, these lambs were killed. Okay? Why? Uh, Two save the Jews to redeem the Jewish families the Jewish people from this judgment to protect them so technically the blood symbolizes death okay so instead of the the a family member dies okay it's the lamb that you know died that was killed in behalf of the Um, of the sinner. Okay, so, um, where are we? So, God is holy and then God is just. That's why He is going to serve justice. That's why the Bible says God is a God of retribution. Okay, what we saw that we will reap. He is a righteous judge and in His righteousness He is going to what? Serve justice. So, He sent those plagues in Egypt, okay, <clears throat> While at the same time, he was protecting his people from those plagues. So you see, we they're on the same uh, the same place, but of course, uh, the village of the Jews, the, the the slaves are different from from the um, from the citizens, okay, of Egypt. Uh, but when God, you know, uh, executes uh, righteous judgment, okay. Um, of course, everybody will be included for all have sinned, okay? But the blood of the what? The Passover lamb has saved them from this judgment. So, again, that's why the Bible says there is a distinction between God's people and not His people, okay? Exodus 3.28 says, I will make distinction between my people and your people, this sign will occur tomorrow, etc., etc. So, in Malachi 3:18, and you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. Okay, we we understand that the, the Egyptians serve other gods. You know, if you have studied uh, Greek mythology, they have many gods. Okay, um, but their gods did not save them. Okay, uh, you just read the story. Alright, so to reiterate the passage uh, of Scripture that we just read, the angel of death, okay, again, the angel of death passed over, okay, passed over, um, passed over, okay, passed over the houses, alright, passed over the houses of the Jews that has blood on the doors, as a symbol of what? Of redemption, that this those people who live inside this residence are redeemed. Redeemed by what? Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. (laughs) Okay? So that is symbolic. Redemption. So the blood, the blood, the blood symbolizes the payment for their sin. So everyone who lives in this house, their sins are paid for. Copy? So if uh, during those days, If the Lord, if the angel of death did not find uh, blood at the door, no no blood, nothing on the doorpost, meaning to say those who live inside the house, okay, deserve punishment. God's righteous anger towards sin. they, they, They deserve judgment. So, but if the angel... The destroyer, or if the Lord, you know, sees the blood at the doorpost and on the lintel of your door, the destroyer will not be allowed to enter. The destroyer cannot destroy anyone. Okay. Nothing will be destroyed. You are safe. Okay. Why is that? Because. Okay. Because the blood that is on the lintel and the doorpost, symbolizes that your sins are paid for. Yeah. Okay? Symbolizes the payment for our sins. So this, uh, this illustration or this is uh, a shadow of a typification Okay. Or, or a type of Jesus shed blood on the cross. Okay? So what happened during the time of Moses when God instructed Moses to tell the people to, to select a lamb and kill the Passover lamb and, and, and you know, uh, get a hyssop, uh, symbol of humility, dip it in the basin where the blood is, and then you, know, uh, you have to mark the door, okay? uh, lintel and doorpost with the blood, and, and you see the symbol of the cross. When you say, you are redeemed. Everyone who lives in the house are redeemed. Okay, they are safe. Somebody died to appease God's anger towards sin. Okay, so God is, has a constant anger towards sin. Because He is holy, He cannot tolerate sin. So when He uh, executes judgment, when He implements, when He serves justice, people are going to be judged and everyone will be killed. But you see... God provided a way to protect His people. He has to, you know, serve justice. And so, that's why the Bible says in the New Testament, uh, for the wages, Romans 6.23. Did I give you that verse? Okay, Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. The penalty for sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So, meaning to say, uh, the wages, the penalty for sin is death. So everybody deserves to die. Okay? We're all sinners. We have sinned. Before we were born, we're already sinners because our parents, our, our, our grand grand grandparents, they're all sinners too. They cannot pay for their sins because they're sinners. So, so sin was passed down to all men. That's why from the time of Adam, the time of Moses, up to the present time, everyone are considered sinners. We're, we were born enemies of the cross. That's what the Bible says. That's why, friends, uh, there is no way a person can be saved by his uh, good works. We cannot be saved by our good works because first of all, before you've done anything else, sin is in your blood. It's in our, we have this, what we call sinful nature. Okay? It's natural for us to sin because of that sin that was imputed, that was passed down from uh, from Adam and Eve down to this present generation. Okay? So, but, again, because God is good, God is love, He provided the way, He sent the Passover lamb, the ultimate sacrifice. Okay? God sent the ultimate sacrifice. He was and is Our sin offering. He came as a man. Okay? He became man. He is God. Okay? But he left his throne in heaven. He left his deity being God and became man. Why? To represent man. To defeat sin. That's why when Jesus was uh, walking, uh, I mean, was on earth as a man, when he was born of a virgin, uh, he has uh, flesh, of course. He was tempted, but he never yielded to temptation. He was sinless. That's the, the symbol of the unleavened uh, uh, bread okay, or, or, or feast. I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, friends, that's why uh, when Jesus died without sin. That's why sin, that's why grave, that's why death cannot hold him. Okay, Death cannot hold him in the grave. Why is that? Because he has no sin. He has to rise from the dead. That's why on the third day, he rose from the dead, completing the transaction, completing the payment for our sins. That's why in Jesus, you will be saved. If you are in Christ, you will be saved. Why? Because you are covered not by the blood of the lamb, but by the blood of the lamb. The Lamb of God, the perfect sacrifice. It's not a, an ordinary Lamb that you can buy, okay, with money. But this Lamb is the Lamb of God. It's a perfect sacrifice. And, and guess what? Because this Lamb, the Son of God, is God, okay? He is both God and man, okay? He became man. Because He's God, He is eternal. That's why everyone who comes to Jesus, you know, is re- you know can partake and, you know, uh, be a benefactor of what Jesus paid for in the cross, okay? Why? Because God is eternal when He died in the cross, okay? There is, you know, you cannot box God in a time. That's why everyone who comes to Jesus, whether you believe in Jesus 100 years ago or today or Tomorrow, as long as you commit your life to Jesus and surrender your life to Jesus and say, Lord, I believe you died on the cross to pay for my sins. I I surrender my life to you. Be the Lord and say, if you come under the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ. Friend, that's why Jesus said to Nicodemus. Now, Nicodemus in John chapter 3 is a priest. He's not an ordinary priest. He is a member of the Sanhedrin. When you say he's... a, a, a uh, in politics, in Israel, in those days, uh, Sanhedrin is a uh, level of senators in our days. So and and those who are in power uh, are people who knows the law, okay? So they memorize the five first five books of Moses. okay? Uh, it's what we call Pentachok. So they, they, they're familiar with the law, they know the Word of God. And one night, Nicodemus in John chapter 3 came to Jesus and and said, We know you came from God because you cannot do these miracles unless you come from God. And what did Jesus tell him? How did the Lord Jesus Christ, how did Yeshua responded to Nicodemus? He said, I tell you, unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Whoa! Now, Jesus was not talking to an ordinary person or he was not talking to to someone who is living a sinful life. He was talking to someone who is walking with God, who is following, who who is uh, diligent and and faithful, though someone who faithfully follows and obeys the, 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 the laws of God. But Jesus told him, unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, if the Lord told Nicodemus that, how much more? With us. You see, so even if you know the Bible, that doesn't you know assure you of salvation, right? Because you must be born again. That's why John chapter 3, verse 7, Jesus concluded, he said, Do not be surprised or do not marvel if I tell you you must be born again. Now that's not a suggestion. You must be born. Again. If you're looking for eternal life, how to obtain salvation. You know, you must be born again. That's the answer. That's the answer. So going back, okay, in the Old Testament, okay, it was through the blood of animals that, you know, the Jewish people were redeemed, were covered, okay, from this judgment. But in the New Testament, when Jesus came as a man, he represented us and died in the cross, when did when was Jesus crucified? During the Passover. Remember that. You study the, the, the Gospels, okay? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Read it. And you will understand that on the same feast, okay? During the Passover, okay, they arrested Jesus. When when the Bible says select that was the time that they arrested him, him, same time. Okay, look at the Jewish liturgy on uh, 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 in, um, in uh, conducting uh, Passover and read uh, the, how they, they, they arrested Jesus, what they did to him, everything according to the Jewish laws. That's why Jesus became the Passover lamb. Now, if you come under the blood of Jesus, if you submit your life to the Lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ, okay, you will be protected. Apart from Jesus, you cannot be protected. Okay, so, so that is uh, our illustration. Okay, the, the angel of death, the, the destroyer, we, once the Lord sees the blood at the lintel and on the doorpost of your house, okay, he will pass over. He's not going to kill anyone. No one will be killed. That's why the Jewish people had zero casualty <laughs> during that time. Okay. But there was wailing and crying in the in the in the, the houses of the Egyptians with because there is no blood, there is no symbol of redemption. Their sins were not forgiven. The firstborn died. Their firstborn died. But uh in the houses of the Jews, okay, they placed blood, and that's why. Uh, they escaped judgment, okay? They were redeemed. So I hope uh, you understand the meaning of you know communion because as you partake the cup, okay, that is the symbol that your sins are forgiven. All right. All right. So um, Israel was secured from judgment by the what? By the blood of the lamb, the Passover lamb. In the same manner the blood of Jesus or Yeshua hamashiach his blood when he died the cross he shed blood okay or uh, through his blood we obtain eternal life we are kept safe okay um, all right uh, where, so what is so that's the counterpart of the New Testament Passover. Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Uh, John 5.24. Can we? Yeah. Okay. John chapter 5.24, it says, Very truly I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. So you, as a believer, as a born-again believer of Christ, okay, Because you believe in the father who sent his son to die in our place. And so, his shed blood is available for us. We are covered by the blood of Jesus. By believing in Jesus. By coming to Jesus as Lord and Savior. So now it says, um, Has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed. Okay? So if this is death, you have crossed over from death. To life okay you are no longer uh, you will no longer go through the the, the predicament or the, the eternal punishment or the eternal consequence of sin because you are redeemed by the blood of the lamb okay so you notice that in that scripture John 5:24 it says and believes him who sent me has eternal life so meaning to say you have to believe that the Father, sent the son, okay? So the father sent his son to die as a what? As a substitution, as, as the substitute, okay, for our sins. Jesus was and is our Passover lamb in, in the New Testament because he bore our sins and died in our place. Instead of us, you know, being hung in the cross, uh, okay, you know, Jesus did it for us. Okay, that's why it says, those who believe will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. So it is the blood of Jesus. Through Jesus' death, we are redeemed. Okay, so God's righteous anger, constant anger towards sin was appeased. Okay, it was appeased by Jesus. So Jesus absorbed God's anger towards sin so we can go free. So, Jesus deserves all the glory. Jesus deserves all the worship. Amen? Amen. So, and it means no Jesus, no life. Okay? And before we celebrate communion today, it is very important that you come to Jesus. Okay? If you're already born again, you're all right. Okay? But to those who are not born again yet, you know maybe you just you were browsing the internet and you you happened to <laughs> click and find this site and click on on the on our video and this is not a coincidence i believe it's not a coincidence i believe the lord has destined you to to really you know watch this and you know and uh, listen and and join our uh Passover celebration. you know what? We encourage you to come to Jesus today, because even if you attend other churches, even if you partake the, the bread and the wine, you take communion, you know you can go, you can take communion you know, three times a day. It has no effect taking communion three times a day, attending different churches to do the communion for you, it has no effect if you are not born again. Do you understand? Okay, let me explain. It is pointless to celebrate communion without an authentic relationship with God. Okay? No wonder uh, our Indian uh, medical students, they told us that, those people who are not saved yet, you have not given their lives to Jesus as Lord and Savior, they cannot take communion because they're not part of that, because it is really pointless to, to, to go, you know, to, to go with emotion uh, and no relationship with God. That's meaningless. You understand that? But without the substance, partaking of the bread and the wine is just a religious ritual. Okay? You're just being religious because, you know what? The substance is Jesus. All right? So, but of course, you can partake of the bread and the wine. You can partake communion. Okay? But if there is no eternal life in you, you you're not born again, you're not saved, what is the point of celebrating redemption and you're not redeemed? <laughs> you're not redeemed yourself. So today, I want to give you a challenge. Okay? If you're not saved yet, okay? Okay? I'm going to tell you, you will not escape God's judgment. If you're not born again, you will not escape God's judgment. No one can hide. No one can run, run away. Okay? No one can avoid. No one can evade this judgment of God. It's going to fall on those who are not in the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? So, uh... God's wrath will surely fall on, on all who refuse to submit to the lordship of the Lord Jesus. Now, let me uh, read to you John chapter 3:36. Is it there? Yes. Okay. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Now, think about that. Think about that. Whoever believes in the Lord Jesus Christ has eternal life. But it says, whoever rejects the Son, if you re- refuse or reject Jesus, as your Lord and Savior, whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. So again, with this illustration, uh, okay, if no blood, because the blood represents redemption, that your sins are paid for. So if you are not covered by the blood of Jesus, you did not submit your life to Jesus, Lord Savior. So you are not uh, qualified you are not a benefactor of uh, what Jesus did, like, you know, uh, forgiveness of sins. You are not qualified to that, You, you know. Jesus offers forgiveness. Jesus offers salvation. But if you do not come under the lordship of Christ, then you are not part. You are not a member. You are not in his jurisdiction. So you are not part of the body of Christ. Then you cannot take part of salvation. You cannot take part of forgiveness. So you have... You need the blood of Jesus. You need Jesus. You have to come to Jesus. Okay? You must acknowledge Him as your Lord and Savior. Uh, If you want God's wrath to pass over you, okay, then you must be born again. If you want God's wrath to pass over you, not to harm you, if you want God's wrath to bypass you or skip you, okay, then you must be born again. So to quote, uh, to use some of the words that jesus said concerning eternal life he told yes uh did I give you john three three did you plus it already okay so there uh take note of those scriptures okay um where are we um, yes yes uh, yeah john chapter five thirty nine it says you study the scriptures jesus was telling them uh, the Pharisees Uh, You study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. So they, they, you know, they study the Bible because they want to obtain eternal life. These are the very scriptures that testify about me. So Jesus was saying, you were, you, you, know, you diligently studied the Bible, you look into the scriptures how to get eternal life, how to obtain eternal life, but don't you know that, that those scriptures testifies of me, points to me. So Jesus was saying, salvation is found in me, in a person. Okay? And so he said, yet, verse 40, you refuse to come to me to have life. So if you come to Jesus' friend, you will have life. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. All right. John fourteen six. Jesus said to Thomas, "I am the way. I am the truth. I am the and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." Okay. So it is through Jesus that you can come in relationship. You will be reconciled to God, to the Father, through Jesus. Why through Jesus? Because it was Jesus who gave His life. Jesus was the Passover Lamb. He is the And our Passover lamb, if you come to Jesus today, His blood is going to cover you from judgment, from eternal judgment, and you will be saved. Okay, I hope you got that. Lord, thank you, God, the Holy Spirit, for giving wisdom to all our listeners, to all those who are watching us right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Now. Let me read to you John 3.16. It says, For God so loved the world. You see, even if God is holy, God is just. He's going to serve justice, but God is love. Okay. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Now, this, this, here's another point that I'd like to elaborate today. That He gave His only begotten Son. Okay, There's so many people who claim, Oh, I am the Son of God today. Jesus is done already. He failed. Jesus failed. The Jewish Jesus failed, so I am the son of God. That is false. Okay? Anyone who claims that is an antichrist. Because you are trying to replace Christ himself. The Bible says that he gave his only begotten son. When you say only begotten, there's only one. Okay? Before, there will be no other before and after that one okay so when you say only begotten he's the only one so if somebody claims to be the uh, to take that place to to claims to be in that same position as the son of god that's a false guy okay that's wrong why because jesus the 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 bible says he gave his only begotten son you research on that friends okay research on that and it says He gave His only begotten Son, and whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, okay? So you will not perish because you have passed from death to life, right? You will not perish, but have what? Everlasting life. Hallelujah. So in Jesus, if you believe that the Heavenly Father sent His Son to represent man, He became man, and overcame sin, okay, and death, all right? Um, So, who was our sender? The Father. Who was sent by the Father? The the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Why was Jesus sent? To save those who will believe in Him. Okay? Because Jesus was sent as a sin offering. He died. So, through His blood, we are covered. Okay? So, judgment will just pass over us. Eternal death will just pass over us. Hallelujah. Now, I hope you understand the significance of celebrating communion. Because you are celebrating the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ in the cross. amen you are celebrating his victory and our salvation. Hallelujah. So whew. so will you give your life to Yeshua right now? to those of you who have not you know try to think of it if you have not formally offered your life or you have not you, you do not remember a single time where you committed your life to Joe, or if it is vague to you, then most probably you have not given your life to Jesus yet. And today we're giving you that opportunity before we celebrate communion, okay? So right now, uh, I want you to decide, make a decision, okay? Do you acknowledge that you're a sinner and that you cannot save yourself? We cannot save ourselves. As sinners, we are object of God's wrath. If God will impose judgment right now on the earth, it sure will hit and kill a lot of people. Because God is just. He is righteous. His judgments are true. Okay? And He has rights because He is sovereign. He made us. And if we do not, we're not serving His purpose, He can kill us. And he's still righteous. You know why? Because he's the maker. You cannot accuse your maker. He is the maker. He is the ultimate authority and power. Do you understand that? There's nothing we can accuse God of. He can do everything. He's like a potter and we are the pot. The clay cannot complain to the potter. You must understand that. That's why God is sovereign. That's why we must submit to him. Whether you like it or not. He deserves to be honored and worshiped as God. Alright? So, today, if you want to give your life to Jesus as your Lord and, and Savior, if you want to have eternal life, okay, if, if you acknowledge and, 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 and that um, you cannot save yourself and you need a Savior, that you're a sinner, and that apart from Jesus, God's wrath will remain on us, Because that's the truth. John 3, 36. And now you want to change. You want to be part of God's family. You want to be part of His children. I want you right now to come to Jesus. If you want to give your life to Jesus, would you please bow down your head, wherever you are. The Lord hears you. He understands and, and just bow down your heads and pray this prayer with me, okay? Join me in prayer as I um, pray you follow or you answer. Say, Father in heaven, okay, for those of you who would like to give your life to Jesus, you would like to commit your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, make Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray after me. Say, Father in heaven, I pray in the name of Your Son, Jesus Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe that Jesus died in the cross to pay for my sins and that He rose from the dead on the third day. I confess that I am a sinner. And I cannot save myself. Forgive my sins and cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Today, I, say your name, I, I entrust my life to Jesus as my personal Lord and only Savior. Amen. And amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for hearing our prayers today, wherever they are. Thank you for this technology that online, Lord, people can watch this and can pray this prayer of salvation. They can commit their lives to you, Lord Jesus, even through virtual uh, church service and ministry. Father, take care of everyone who have given their lives to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that wherever they are, you are with them. I pray that your presence will remain in them and guide them and and, and then, Lord, lead them to maturity in you. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. So if you prayed that prayer with all your heart, the Bible says, you are a new creation. In Christ, we are a new creation. The old is gone. Behold, okay, the new has come. All right? So, the old you, the old sinful you, the old sinner you <laughs> is gone. Okay? So, congratulations. You are now a child of God. Okay? Okay? Uh, You are now ready to partake communion with us also. Okay? Because now you have given your life to Jesus, your Lord. Because now the Lord Yeshua, the Lord Jesus Christ, is your Passover lamb also. Okay? So, um, all right. So, where is it? Can you please remove this one? Um, And this one too. Okay, I hope you're ready. Uh, Please. uh, Prepare the, the bread and the wine. Thank you, John. Um, G- again, Jesus is our Passover lamb. Okay? Let, I'm, let me read to you John chapter 129. Okay? The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look! This is John the Baptist saying this. Look! The Lamb of God. Okay? Who takes away the sin of the world. Why? How? Now, earlier we explained to you The purpose of selecting the uh, a lamb for the Passover to be killed for what purpose to redeem okay, sinners to redeem those who have sinned against God so so they can fellowship with you, they can come to God. Uh, first Corinthians 5 7 says, Get rid of the old yeast, okay, symbolizing uh, wickedness and sin. So you may be a new and living batch. Okay, so you're a new creation. Wow. As you really are. For Christ, what does it say? Read that. Yes. For Christ, our Passover lamb has been sacrificed. He was sacrificed 2,000 years ago, friends. So he was sacrificed. And... Uh, um, He is our Passover lamb. So you see in the Bible, uh, Jesus was recognized as the Passover lamb. He is our Passover lamb. Okay? So let us commemorate the mighty redemptive work uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. Matthew 26, verses 26. While they were eating, Jesus took bread. Um, Let me... uh, Jesus took bread, where is it? And when he had given thanks, he broke it. Okay, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. Uh, then he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, okay, saying, Drink from it, all of you, this is my blood, okay. Do you understand? When you partake of the cup in a communion or in a, uh, what do you call this, bread breaking, okay, when you partake of the cup, okay, Jesus said, This is my blood of the covenant. Some scripture says, New covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. So as you partake of the cup, your sins are forgiven. You are reminding the enemy, Hey, enemy, shut up, enemy, <laughs> stop condemning. Because you know what, I am acquitted of sin because of the blood of Jesus. All right, that's the good news, right? So, John, uh, please turn to Luke twenty-two. Luke chapter twenty-two, verse nineteen to twenty. Now, this is very important. You know, uh, Doctor Luke is very careful in with his writing. Okay, he want to make sure that every word, okay, is uh, is. Confirmed, okay, or validated. Um, we're Luke twenty two nineteen, and he took the bread. Okay, Jesus took the bread and gave thanks and broke it. Okay, did you hear that? Broke it and gave it to them, saying, "This is my body, given for you. Do this in remembrance of me." So we're we're doing communion to remember what Jesus did, his victory. Okay, his covenant with us. Okay, so we're doing this. Uh, to renew our covenant. Now, verse 20 says, take note of verse 20, it says, In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, Verse 20, this cup is the what? Read that. Is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. So, new covenant, okay? Can you say that with me? A new covenant new no, so so through his blood there is an agreement that our sins are forgiven hallelujah that's good news so when your sins are forgiven you are not going to be judged or, anymore amen okay no more eternal death no eter, uh, no eternal damnation because of the blood of our passover lamb which is the lord jesus christ hallelujah and so Today, um, let, let's read another passage of Scripture. That's 1 Corinthians 11:27. So then, because this is the Apostle Paul, So then whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. Okay? So, you see, during the time of Moses, they have this Passover. But this time, we can do it. Okay we can celebrate Passover communion by by partaking of the bread and also the wine uh, the representing the blood of Jesus okay so but Je- but the apostle Paul said that uh, you partake in a, if you partake in an unworthy manner you will be guilty of sinning against the what the body and the blood everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. Okay, so right now, again, um, if you're not living right, won't you please uh, make things right with God. Get right with God. Okay, just bow down your heads and pray and then ask the Holy Spirit, God, the Holy Spirit, are there things that I need to surrender right now? Are there things that I need to amend? Are there things that I need to change? In my life. Are there things that I need to repent of? Okay, Lord, we ask right now. Put into remembrance the things that we need to repent of today. In Yeshua's name. Yes, in thoughts, in words, and in deeds. Just pray right now, friends. If the Holy Spirit is reminding you of things that you need to repent of, Confess your sins. The Bible says, if you confess your sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. So, if we confess our sins to Him, if we acknowledge, we come in humility. Remember the of thing that we that uh, I illustrated a while ago that Hesop represents humility. Okay, you must come and to partake the blood of Jesus with humility in your heart. You have. Come under the Lordship of Christ and say, Lord, you are Lord. I am not. We're sinners. He is not. But we are cleansed. We are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. That's why we are made righteous through the blood of Jesus. So right now, claim it. We can come boldly into His presence through the blood of the Lamb. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me from all of uh, from all." Uh, sinful acts from all the sins that I have committed from everything that has offended you Lord I surrender everything that is not pleasing to your sight in Jesus name in thoughts in words and in deed cleanse us Lord in Jesus name Hallelujah Lord search our hearts and also friends if If there is someone you need to forgive, okay, forgive them right now. Mention those names. Say, Lord, I forgive my neighbors. I forgive my offenders. You know, those who have done me wrong. Just forgive because God will take care of you, okay? Leave it to God, okay? Leave it to God. So if there there is something you need to let go or repent from, Okay, repent from it right now. This is the time to do it. You know, God is a loving God. God is a merciful God. And He will honor our prayer in humility. Yes, Lord. Lord, I agree with my brothers and sisters online, wherever they are. Thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for cleansing us, our hearts, our minds, our thoughts, everything. In your hands, thank you for loving us. Thank you for the provision that you... Thank you for the cross. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Verse 23 to 24, 1 Corinthians 11 says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you, the Lord Jesus. On the night he was betrayed and took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said... Okay, he broke it and said, "This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me." Okay, so if you're uh, if you're watching as a family, okay, uh, those of you who are watching in your respective homes and you're watching as a family, please uh, distribute, uh, pass the bread around, so they can take take one. Make sure everyone gets. The bread, okay? Hallelujah. Okay? Please uh, pray with me. Lord Jesus, this bread represents your body that was broken for us in the cross. And as we partake of this, uh, we receive healing. Uh, By your wounds, we are healed. And we also receive uh, freedom from the works of the enemy. And uh, freedom from the power of sin and death. We also receive eternal life through the through your through through the substitutionary death of the Lord Jesus Christ in the cross. We receive eternal life. So Lord, bless this bread in the name of the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. Let us partake of the bread. And then let's continue to read 1 Corinthians 11, now in verse verses 25 to 26, it says, In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink of it in remembrance of me. So we remember what Jesus did. That through his shed blood, we are forgiven. Verse 26, it says, For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. In a way, we are reminding the enemy that he is defeated also. And so, uh, so now hold the cup and pray with me. Lord Jesus, this cup is the new covenant in your blood. As we partake of this, as we partake of it, we receive forgiveness for our sins and we were made righteous before your sight. Blood is life, and life is in the blood. Let that life flow, uh, <clears throat> let the life that flows in the blood of Jesus, or let the blood of Jesus rejuvenate our soul, our spirits, our inner man. Refresh us with your presence, Lord. Revive everything that needs reviving in us. In your mighty name, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. Let's partake of the cup. Hallelujah. We're so thankful, oh God, for what you did in the cross 2,000 years ago. And until today, until you come, your church, your people, will celebrate this communion to commemorate the victory, okay? Your death and resurrection, what you paid for in the cross. Thank you, Lord, for that, uh, uh, for the propitiation, for the atonement, okay? Uh, Because of your death, your sacrifice, Lord Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice. Because of your sacrifice, God's or the Father's constant anger towards sin and towards the, the objects of sin okay, are appeased right now. So Lord, now that we are in Christ, that we belong to you, Lord Jesus, we are no longer included in that object of wrath. So Lord, we are set free okay, we, because we are redeemed because of your blood that's covering our lives because we're under your lordship, because Jesus, you are our Lord and Savior, so we're covered by your blood. Therefore, we have passed from death to life. Therefore, your judgment will just pass over us. That's why we celebrate, Lord, this Passover, this communion, because, Lord, we're so grateful. We're so grateful. We're so just as the song says we're so amazed we give you praise for the power of the cross. Thank you so much oh God. Salamat ayun. Thank you so much. Let me pray for you friends. Just you can raise your hand if you want to but let me declare birkat ko hakonim a or uh, it meant uh, the priestly blessing. Okay, in Numbers chapter six it says And now the Lord bless you and keep you, the Lord makes his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his shalom. First uh, in second Corinthians thirteen fourteen let me declare that also. It says, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all, be with us all. And all of God's people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for maranatha family church Davo on facebook where we also stream our church services again that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo god bless